0: Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. We've created a community of spiritual women who know that you can still enjoy the finer things while you're on your soul's journey to live your dharma and your most chakra-aligned life. Let's dive into this episode. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. You are going to love this interview with Erica Alora. She is also doing a soul clearing for us In this interview, you are going to have your soul cleared and cleansed past lives, ancestral stuff, and you're going to feel amazing after. We're going to be talking about how Erica performs these amazing soul clearings to access more abundance, love, purpose, joy in our lives, and we're going to be talking about past lives and how you've probably lived a 100,000 or more of them, and we're going to talk about how clearing your past life attachments really changes your present life. We're going to talk about just so many magical things. Erica was just, she's just such a bundle of joy. And when you just listen to this episode, you're going to feel immediate upgrades. She's so powerful, so magical. So before we dive in, I wanted to share something super exciting I actually since my reading with Erica have felt even more called to step in to my work in fashion styling and how that elevates our vibration. I truly believe that fashion and spirituality go hand in hand and that fashion is literally an expression of the beauty and magic in our souls. And when you can approach Style and fashion from an intentional place, it can really elevate you, change your life, change your vibration, allow you to embody who you truly are. And so I am launching a new little branch of my business called Style Rituals. I'm going to be launching a an intentional style guide for spring, summer, 2023, actually specifically for like summer vacay, beach vibes, you know, summer dresses, like all the things. I'm going to be sharing top trends, Things that I'm wearing on vacation, things that are in my beach bag, I'm going to be diving into the intentionality around fashion, giving you some journaling prompts to get clear on what your intentions are so that you can start to express yourself through how you are presenting yourself, how you dress, how you feel, and so many other juicy things in this guide. It is so bountiful. There's so much in there, so it's not available yet but you can join the waitlist, which we're going to link you to in the show notes. And I'm just so excited to share it all with you. So let's dive into this episode and make sure you sign up for that waitlist and really tune into this episode and really give yourself the space to receive the clearing because it is so potent and so magical. Welcome to Chakra Girl Radio. I am your host, Amberly Lyons, and we are on a mission to make the world more consciously chic and quantumly connected, one activated chakra at a time. We have such a fun, brilliant, intuitive, like miracle worker guest with us today. Her name is Erica Alora. She is an intuitive healer and channel who has helped countless women, including myself, erase rooted beliefs or traumatic experiences, holding them back and allows them to realize their life's purpose. I did a reading slash healing with Erica, and it was the most wild, like healing experience I've had. And I can't wait for you guys to hear about it. And the shifts that I have experienced are like profound. And I'm so happy to have you here so I can ask you what the hell was happening. So welcome to the show, Erica. (laughs) So much. I'm so happy to
1: be here. So great.
0: Yeah. So tell us your sun, moon, and rising.
1: I am a Virgo sun, Aquarius moon, Gemini rising. Oh, I love all the air. It's so good.
0: Um, I have zero earth in my chart, but I have a lot of air. So maybe that you helped ground me.
1: That's so great. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs>
0: What is a ritual that you almost never skip?
1: Taking a bath. I am a big bath person. And so I just love a bath at the end of the day to decompress, to let go of the day, just to be with my thoughts. That's my favorite thing.
0: Are there any specific like products or like cleansing rituals in the bath that are happening?
1: That's a great question. I always try to bring in Epsom salts, sometimes essential oils, sometimes a cannabis bath bomb. I love those. Just just really helping your being to unwind and yeah, I'm sure you can relate just meeting so many different people and and working with so many different people. It's easy to feel sometimes like you're a human lint roller and you're taking on, you know other people's stuff. and so it's just my favorite thing. So I just try to go with the flow of whatever feels good. Sometimes I'll put uh, crystals around the tub, just anything that's calling to me in that moment, just go with the flow. Yeah, beautiful, A daily bath.
0: When I take daily baths, my life changes. Right. I swear it like yeah. I was had such more I still have like lots of masculine energy but it was I was so much more like aggressive <laughs> and when I started taking daily baths and I kind of go back and forth with it but when I'm consistent with it I am just like a delicate flower like it just turns me into like a totally different person
1: it is so good for cultivating your feminine energy yeah. it's just, it's a slow process. It's not like the quick shower. It really yeah. helps you to feel connected. So exactly.
0: And yeah. I'd see there for me, if I'm not doing a hot bath, I'm doing like a shower and then putting it on like freezing cold at the end.
1: I'm brave.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Totally true. different vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to know about your spiritual awakening and like how you even like found these gifts.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. It really started for me probably when I was around uh, 12, 13 years old, 14 years old, that time period. I was just always very drawn to metaphysics, to healing, to anything that was out of the norm. I think probably some of those seeds were planted by my mom, who really sought out uh, psychics, uh, people that were very trusted. People that I mean, we're talking about you know the time period of like the 70s and 80s. So it's not like we had the internet then, and and you could go and find somebody. So it would be you know people she would hear about through word of mouth, and so it kind of planted the seed. Like there's this thing that people do, and then it it got me started on other topics that I found really interesting, and then eventually I read a book. By a woman named Diane Stein called All Women Are Healers. Oh. And when I read it, there was something about it for me that just sort of triggered some deep memories of having done work like that in previous lifetimes. And so I just started to get deeper and deeper into it. I studied tarot, I studied all sorts of things, and eventually started to do readings, tarot readings professionally around age 14, 15. Um, really? I just had the confidence, like, yes. were you doing that for adults or like your friends? I was, I was, there was a metaphysical bookstore near where I was living and they would do a psychic fair and they let me have my own little table and people would come and receive readings from me. I was just so confident about it. It's re- when I think about it now, and I think about And I see kids that are that age, I think, wow, I was that age. And I thought like, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I got really into it and, and it really helped me to put life in a different perspective and mm-hmm. help me to feel more responsible more connected to certain outcomes in life instead of just sort of feeling like life is just throwing things at me or was just throwing things at other people it helped to put things in a in a context that made sense so that's really how i got started and then eventually When I left college and started working, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. And I worked in all sorts of corporate environments. But everywhere I went, people would just ask me my advice about things, my opinions. I would do many readings. It's like I really couldn't get away from it. So
0: so when you were doing the readings when you were younger, you didn't think this is my career path. You like went to school, did all the things and were like that was just kind of like a fun thing on the side.
1: Correct. Because okay. I had so many adults around me saying, you know, you have to figure out what you're going to do. That's a real career. Right. Uh, this isn't a real career. You have to, you have to pick something. And I thought, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I, I I couldn't possibly, you know, have a whole career out of this thing that, you know, we call readings or healing. And what happened was I, I, was going along my path, working in corporate environments and started to have panic attacks, really bad panic attacks. I'd be, I was living in Boston at the time. I'd get on the the subway in Boston they call it the T I'd be on the subway and I'd have a full blown panic attack. And I have to get off the the train and sit on the side of the platform and just kind of collect myself. And, and what I realized now is that that was really my own inner being saying, you're not doing the right thing. You're going in the wrong direction. And eventually I took a vacation, went to Florida to visit my mom and woke up one morning and felt like I really needed to go to this metaphysical bookstore. just had this strong inclination. So we jumped in the car and went and they were having an open house. They had all these healers and there's a walked into the shop and there's a woman standing there who gave me her business card and kind of explained a little bit about what she did, but not enough for me to really get an understanding. And I held onto her card and the next year I went back and actually had a session with her and she was doing the type of work I'm doing now. Okay. I received a session. I left her house. I felt so different I felt like someone had changed my vision. You know, when you go to the optometrist and they flip the lenses to try to find the right lens yeah. that gives the perfect vision. I felt like someone had done that, but with my physical eyes. Wow! I was seeing everything more clearly. I felt more connected, and I started working with her. I went back to Boston. I started working with her um, through the year. Like a couple she was sessions- like training you, like teaching you. Well, I was just a, a a client at first. Oh, okay. But uh, you know, I just want more of that experience. Yeah. And every time I worked with her, something in my life would change for the better. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is what I want to do. And she eventually became my teacher, one of many. And that's really what launched me into a career of doing this work. But it was a journey and it, I sort of feel like I did everything but healing in the beginning to sort of get it out of my system. Yeah. I was an artist model. I worked in like an IBM microelectronics factory. What? I've done been an ad. I've done all sorts of crazy jobs. I did massage. I did skincare. I've done all sorts of different things, but it really, when I got into healing and I started to really walk that journey everything in my life just constantly would improve every, every area of life would get better. And it was a real confirmation for me that I was on the right track.
0: Wow. And like, so when I'm trying to think of, when did we do our reading slash clearing? That was probably like pushing a month ago, three weeks.
1: I would say so. at least,
0: Right. And when I think of this last three weeks to a month, so much has changed for me. Uh And like, it really spawned from a lot of what came up in our reading was about like worthiness and like being hard on myself. And it, that kept being shown to me in my life, like little things would happen that were like, you still, you need to work on this. You still need to work on this. But it was like, it wasn't like I needed to sit in it. It was like, I needed to accept that it could leave. And it was like, and how you talked about seeing things differently. It was like, I felt like I'd kind of like settled into this new understanding of what even just letting something leave meant. And it, and since then, like, yeah, so many things have happened. Like financially, I physically feel better. You know, my husband's working with me in my business again. I'm launching this new branch, right? This, like, all these ideas are coming. Like I have been channeling a lot more and like, it's really, really profound. Like, and, and so I need to understand like, first off, what do you call this type of healing? And then what is going on?
1: Yes. So it's, I refer to it generally speaking as the soul clearing. Okay. So it's clearing for short. Somebody says, oh, I want to book a clearing. Great. Yeah. I know what we're doing. Um, but you could think of it as a soul clearing and, and really what it is, Amber Lee, it's like a combination of a couple modalities as well as my own channeling ability. And so there are people that utilize the the modality that I'm working with, with the pendulum, which is researching the Akashic records and really looking at your point of attraction and the themes or the soul challenges or the programs that are running for you Mm -hmm. that are attracting in what you would consider unwanted So that's the
0: point of attraction is kind of like the magnet that you're holding onto that's pulling the things into your life.
1: Right. Okay. The, The thing that sets me apart from other spiritual response therapy practitioners is just that I have this whole other channeling ability. So a lot of information tends to come through and a lot of advice and uh, deeper understanding. So it's it's an interesting process, the combination of the two. But basically, when I work with somebody, and just to reflect back on your session, somebody comes to me and they say, okay, I feel stuck in these areas of my life, or I notice that I have this pattern that continually plays out in certain areas of my life. And what I do is I go in and I look at the root of why that's happening and why it's there. Sometimes it's because you have unresolved emotional energies or unresolved experiences that are held in the soul records that your subconscious also has access to that are playing out for you unconsciously. It's sort of like If there's a wound there, we keep attracting in experiences to try to heal the wound, except sometimes we don't understand the enormity of it or how it's been playing out for us. And we tend to feel like maybe we just have bad luck. Mm. Those types of things. The other way that that can happen is if we believe on a subconscious or soul level, that a negative or limiting experience is somehow helping us to shore up or learn positive qualities, in which case we're learning or evolving through suffering and struggling. And and there are always ways to shift or clear or amend that because it's a slow and arduous way to learn. There are much faster ways to learn. And then thirdly, it can be that we are playing out or participating in an ancestral lineage pattern. There's a theme or a challenge that we're experiencing that also our maybe our mother or father experienced or their parents, and it's just come down the line and it's a part of a group consciousness theme. And of course, that can be cleared as well. So it can be different for different people, but generally speaking, anything that we would consider unwanted, we want to go back and look at the root of where it came from and change it.
0: Okay. So are you connecting to like spirit guides? Or are you talking to your guides? Are you talking to my guides? How, like, who are you talking to?
1: <laughs> I am speaking with and channeling through the beings who are working with me as well as the beings who are working with you. It would be as though, if I had to put it in the form of like a TV show, I would have a group of of beings who are working with me, and we're meeting in a conference room with your team. Yeah, and saying, okay, let's make sure her team is actually able to help her. And they might say, yeah, she has obligations to not receive help, to not receive support. We can't even do anything to really help her. Right. And so clean all of that up and get you and your team on the same page, and then we turn and look at. What are you playing out? So it's a combination of my team, your team. And then sometimes there are additional beings who want to come through on a specific topic, in which case that can happen as well. But primarily, that's what it is. It's it's receiving information from our, our teams. Okay.
0: And then are you seeing things? or Are you like seeing things visually? Or is it more coming through words? Or what? how are you cognitively receiving it?
1: It's a stream of consciousness. Okay. Almost like if somebody were like doing a radio show in my head okay. and then I, so I'll get a stream of consciousness and then I'll get like these little YouTube videos that mm-hmm. play out to show me what the person was experiencing. And then I'll actually feel in my body how they felt. So it's Clairaudi- it can be clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant. So I can see the images. I feel the emotions. And then I can translate that for the person and say, this is what was coming up for you. This is how you were feeling. And they'll say, yes, that's exactly right. That's That makes a lot of sense. So it, it's, it's a very multi-sensory experience for me, which I think is why the bath ritual is so good at that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, you must be so tired after that. Like everything's tiring.
1: <laughs> it's, it can be really incredibly energizing, but sometimes it can be a little bit tiring just because there's so much going on yeah. and there's so much happening, but it's, it's really exhilarating at the same time. Yeah.
0: So, can is this information and in these videos that you're seeing, is that coming from the Akashic Records?
1: Yes. Okay. When we go back to a lifetime, it's like we're opening up a file or opening up a YouTube video. And so we're seeing it from that person's point of view, who they were what happened? What are the experiences that they went through? And then most importantly, what's the unresolved emotional energy that they're holding from the experience? And maybe even some secondary beliefs that were created that maybe they're still holding on to even now that we're going back and resolving and releasing it. And what happens when you do that is the person's inner being or soul has the opportunity to say, Oh, I see what happened. I see why I picked up that belief. I see why I'm still holding this resentment or unworthiness or insecurity or whatever it was. Yep, got it. I don't need that any longer. And it releases it, lets it go.
0: Mm, another thing in the reading is you kind of explain how many lifetimes that you've had that experience. So you said like, you've had 60,482 lifetimes where you were harmed or killed for your sacred abilities or your spiritual abilities. So that was really wild to me. I'm like, I've been around that many times. (laughs) Like, So like, are all of those lifetimes on, not on earth? That's not even, is that even possible? Like there are other places right
1: yes so most people have had hundreds of thousands of lifetimes yeah okay you know you're an eternal being right so for you to just be sort of sitting around uh like in heaven you know strumming a harp it's kind of a waste of <laughs> your, <laughs> your talents and your gifts right and so we incarnate not just to keep learning, growing, and evolving, but also to help others. We have group consciousness agreements. We have people that we're meeting up with in a lifetime and we teach each other. We come back together with others that we've been with before. So there's a lot going on. It's quite layered and can be complex. But for someone who is service oriented, for someone who feels called to help or serve others, there can be a real issue when you've had a lot of lifetimes where you were hurt, harmed, or killed for doing your work in the world. There'll be a real strong feeling of wanting to do it. And sometimes uh, a paralyzing fear of actually stepping into it Mm -hmm. because on the subconscious, your subconscious is kind of like a bridge to the soul records. And that's why you can go through a past life regression, or go through a meditation where somebody is uh, guiding you, and you can bring up and remember past lives because you're so you have the ability to call that up. It's just that in a session with me we're going in there, we're getting a very wide spectrum overview of the things that you experienced and how many lifetimes went into mm-hmm. feeling overwhelmed or frightened or even terrified or paralyzed relative to doing your work in the world and so it's very important to clear that out Mm -hmm. so that you're able to move forward and feel free and be present in this lifetime rather than feeling like you're a target or you have to look over your shoulder somebody or something is trying to get you a lot of people have that feeling and they they can feel really ashamed about it because they think they're being irrational but really it's coming from past life experiences
0: I'm curious if there are people who are healers who haven't been hurt harmed or killed for sharing their gifts.
1: I haven't met anyone yet. Yeah, that's what I, I'm like I feel like probably everyone, right? Well, if you think about it, when somebody's coming through and they're using their intuitive gifts, there's usually a strong connection with the spirit world mm-hmm. or higher levels of consciousness, because usually somebody's coming forward from a more evolved soul group and they're coming forward and they're holding certain gifts. And a lot of times they're receiving information that's maybe very contrary to what people believe at that time. Right. And so bringing forth things that are very new or different or unusual, which quest- makes other people question, where is this person getting this? Or Where's this information coming from? And sometimes people will jump to faulty conclusions or they'll be suspicious. And so that's usually where that comes from. There are people sometimes who come forward into physical body and on a soul level, they've elected to bring through some of this new or unusual or very revolutionary information. And they know, they expect that there's going to be a harm or persecution. That's more typical than it is that it takes you by surprise. It doesn't make it easier, but the more emotionally charged the situation, the more there's a tendency for us to hold on to some of that stuff. And then it has an impact on us in the now. And that's really what we're looking to release. There are though some people who I've worked with them and they haven't really had very many lifetimes in a physical body.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, are there some people that, yeah, that are like newer and if there, there are, do they seem more like spiritually immature? Like, Do they have or do they have less issues because they haven't accumulated so much bullshit?
1: (laughs) Usually they feel kind of overwhelmed and shell-shocked in day-to-day life. Okay. They feel like it's too harsh here. It Mm -hmm. feels overwhelming. Uh, there are people that they've just had more, more experiences on us in the spiritual realms or right. at more angelic or spirit guides. And so it feels really intense for them to be here. They tend to not want to have too much interaction. They don't really want to be seen. Uh, they want to hide away. The world feels harsh. Maybe they tend to be more connected to um, water elements, very connected to dolphin energy, more connected to animals. They have this sort of, there's a kind of a purity about Mm -hmm. people like that where the world seems too harsh. Okay. Uh, The benefit of incarnating here, however, is that it really kind of can toughen you up a bit, not in a harsh way, but in a way of learning how to have proper boundaries learning how to be discerning spiritual discernment is really important mm-hmm. honoring your intuition about you know who to be involved with or what places to be involved with or you know what types of group groups to be involved with those are it's really those are important skills mm-hmm. so there's always a purpose to somebody in being incarnated here
0: okay so in the because it's a reading, but it's also a clearing in the clearing part. How are you clearing the energy? Like, are you sending Reiki energy or like what's happening for that
1: release part? So what happens is your team steps in. Mm -hmm. And so we have your team, my team, and then we're all together. So it would be you and me, your team, my team, we're all, they're all facilitating the clearing. And so there's an, the act of going through the Akashic records and researching and looking at what happened, what are the emotional energies you're holding? Like I said, it gives your inner being the opportunity to see experiences from a different vantage point. So mm-hmm. it's like a rapid re-education and a rapid evolution of your soul. Mm-hmm. so it's not that it's happening through your physical body it's happening on an energetic soul level however that can influence your physical body yeah. So, for example let's say that there's a person who they're in a relationship and maybe in the past they have felt tempted to cheat on their partner so they just they unconsciously start gaining weight they oh unconsciously start gaining weight in their relationship because on a subtle subconscious level, there's a fear that if they are their ideal weight, they'll be more tempted to cheat on their partner. So the subconscious is saying, okay, great. We're going to gain weight so that we won't be tempted. And now all of a sudden they've developed this weight issue and they feel so frustrated, not realizing that from the perspective of the subconscious, this is a great idea. So going in and clearing stuff out energetically related to that can have an impact on the physical body. Body, but we're not starting with the body. We're starting on a energetic, soul, subconscious level because that impacts the physical.
0: That's that- so crazy. I know that's so interesting. yeah um, and also like in terms of like physically affecting. And this is how I know that a clearing is legit. And I wish that this wasn't the symptom that I got to know if a clearing was legit. I always. And this is like maybe happened like five times in my life, maybe even four. If I have a really intense clearing, I get a cold sore in my nose.
1: Oh wow.
0: And I got one.
1: <laughs> Wild. That's so interesting. Luckily, so- I
0: could tell it was coming. So I was able to like smooth it over before it like got aggressive. And you luckily it's in my nose, so you can't see it. But it's I it's like a signal to me. That like shit's coming out.
1: Right. Yeah. Affecting your nervous system, affecting the body. Yeah. That's fascinating.
0: And I think it's like throat chakra too, because it's like if I've been not living in my highest alignment or my truth, then whatever was going on and like clouding my truth had to like come out.
1: Yes. Absolutely. It can be like a purging.
0: Purging. That's what it. TMI, but whatever you guys need.
1: <laughs> it's true. I, I have had clients who say um that they really notice that, that there are physical symptoms after a session. And it, it's not necessarily bad, but there's some kind of an indication, it's like they can tell that something has changed, something's in process.
0: Yeah. And I feel like I just was just like a lot was more like acutely aware of my patterns. Like I was like, oh, hmm, that was an interesting reaction. Like I was just more like aware and without having to really like sit in it, I was like, oh, but that's leave. Like it's, it's gone. You know, it's like, and so I wasn't like grasping onto these reactions and these thought patterns. I was like witnessing them and allowing, and through just witnessing them, they were dissipating,
1: if that makes sense. That totally makes sense because we're taking things that are previously unconscious or automatic and light on it and releasing it. So even if it still comes up or those narratives or thoughts come up, there's a detachment and a distance from it. It's not unconscious any longer. So you're able to see it more clearly, which is so powerful.
0: Yes. So what are some things that people have come to you with after reading and they're like, Guess what happened? Like, what are some of the wild things?
1: I think some of the biggest stuff is people, uh, couples who have a difficult time getting pregnant. Oh, uh, that's a really that's a biggie. That's one that for me, I mean, that's hugely satisfying as yeah. a healer when somebody has said, "I've tried everything, I've tried, you know, nutrition and acupuncture, and I've tried everything," and then we look at it from. The perspective of each partner and look at the unconscious negative associations that they're holding on being a parent or having children or where they had experiences maybe in other lifetimes where for them it felt like a form of slavery or servitude or or too much responsibility and releasing that and then they get pregnant. And it, it changes. That's a that's a huge one. People have come to me with feeling stuck with money, feeling stuck with being seen, feeling like they keep dating the same type of partner and they can't figure out why. Anything where it's a feeling of a pattern where they the person feels like they just can't seem to make a change on their own. Money issues too, I bet. Every area. So money, health love uh life purpose are usually the big four.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Well, I really want everyone to experience just a little taste of these sessions. So Erica, lovely lovely Erica has offered to do a little mini collective clearing for all our listeners and I just feel like if you're listening to this, you're meant to hear what is going to come out. And if you are here, you are here for a reason. Do you want to take it away, Erica, and do a little
1: thingy for us? Absolutely. So remember, it doesn't matter that I know you're listening or not. It just matters that you're open to receiving. And just through what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do here, it's really everyone's own individual team stepping in to help them and to phys- facilitate the work with them. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you're able to, um, I'm just going to have you relax your body for a moment, close your eyes, take a breath, I'm going to start with a little prayer of intention. So I would like to call upon and invoke or bring forth the very highest vibration of source energy, which is love. To step into this clearing, I'd like to ask that all of the beings who are working with us come forward with ease, that any negative or limiting Themes, challenges, choices, or programs that need to be cleared, clear easily and effortlessly, and that I remain neutral and clear on everyone's behalf. And so it is. So the first thing I'm going to do is ask to work with myself, listeners, high self committees. And I want to know if I'm working with both and I am. And so I just want to ask that anyone's high self committee or or non-physical team who is working with them that needs to be changed, that needs to be elevated, educated, that that be done right now. And I want to put a bubble of love and light around me, around Amber Lee, around all of her listeners at any time that you're listening to this. And I want to ask how long will it take to apply the prep to work list to me, my high self listeners, their high self committees, it will take zero time. So we're going to apply that prep to work list. That's like a whole laundry list of things that are automatically cleared for you and the beings who are working with you. And so I want to just ask if anyone who's listening has any opening souls, rips or tears in their energy field, and you do. And what that is, is it's typically when you're running some kind of an energy that's draining you. And there's even a little hole or tear in your electromagnetic field or your auric field. And for most of your listeners, this is hardship, experiencing feelings of hardship. There's an energy here of unworthiness, insecurity, anxiety, and even disappointment held on self, which is judgment. So we're going to clear and release this for everyone listening. And while we're here, let's go ahead and clear, balance, harmonize, open in the highest and best way everyone's energy centers or chakras right now, today. I want to ask to what degree is everybody grounded in their body and in their life? 100% the lowest level of consciousness for anyone on my self committee or the beings who are working with me. And listeners, let's see where you are. So there's a program that's affecting your non-physical team. It's an energy of frustration and fear and fear of change in life. So let's clear and release that. So when your team is running an energy, usually it's reflective of something that's running for you. And it's kind of getting ping ponged back and forth between you and your team, making it feel more intense. So where are Amber Lee's listeners, audience afraid of change? It's not that you're afraid of change, it's you're afraid of making a mistake within that change. And so I want to clear exhaustion. And this is for you, if you're listening, if you tend to go through all of the different possibilities of of what you could create over and over and over, but you have a hard time taking action, we want to release that hardship related to change fear of making a mistake. Let's look at the root of where that came from. So we have a group or collective of individuals that are experiencing an an emotional and a mental harm by a spiritual or religious figure. And the unresolved energy that this group is holding is suffering, an energy of insecurity or anxiety about your own choices, an energy of self-pity, Overwhelmed, difficulty trusting yourself when it comes to making decisions, and a program of defeat. So what I wanna know is if this is enough information to clear the lifetime, all of the programs that were created in that experience, as well as any remaining discord, the answer is yes. So we're gonna go ahead and clear and release that lifetime what area of life is mostly blocked for this audience right now? Their spirituality and their faith, their sense of being their most authentic self versus feeling like you have to show up in a certain way in order to feel accepted. And then there's also a block here to recognition and prestige. So let's clear this for everyone. And then I want to know, what are we bringing in to support this group or community? Let's download everyone with success, but success on your terms. Let's bring in confidence and let's bring in relaxation. So what my team is saying is that what everybody in this community needs to know is that your success does not have to look like anyone else's, meaning You're here to create something that's unique and original to you, not to try to replicate or duplicate what anyone else is doing. And you have all of that wisdom and all of that knowledge within your own being. You just need to trust what you're drawn to and how you're drawn to do things. So what we wanna clear for this community is the block to love of self, confidence in your own expression, confidence in your own intuition. And I want to clear everyone's blocks to freedom. Anything else we need to clear or bring in for this community? Yes. So we're going to download some healing energies. Let's apply brain tuner. This is balancing the left and the right hemispheres of the brain. I want to apply integrated body therapy. We're going to apply the color orange. Orange is a color that really helps us with abundance and freedom and our expression and rejuvenation in our beings. We want to download everyone with the color green for acceptance, coexistence, deeper connection with this planet, which brings me to one other thing we need to clear. So for about 50% of your audience, they don't really feel like they come from this planet. They don't feel like they're really from here. And the truth is you're not. So that's okay to feel that way. However, you are here. So we want to make this the best experience. So let's look at this group or community. Their positive toward being on this planet is zero and negative is over 100. So we're going to clear and balance the negative charge, negative energy anybody is holding on this planet. And then let's look at what these individuals believe they have to experience on this planet. Hardship, 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 hardship. So let's clear and resolve that. Let's clear all the vows, contracts, those agreements or obligations that anyone's holding in their soul records to have to experience hardship on this planet. We're going to clear any savior programs, martyr programs, Messiah programs or guru programs that would make you feel very separated from other people or groups or separated from being here in the first place. And then I want to clear any exhaustion that goes along with that. So some of you unconsciously are overdoing it on the caffeine because it's it's kind of wiping out your adrenals. It's creating this additional overwhelm and exhaustion being here, which is supporting the overall feeling of, I don't really like it here. I don't want to be here. I want to be, I want to feel altered. I want to escape. And so you're using things like caffeine as a form of escapism. So I want to clear the escapism program. And then I want to download everyone's high self committee. Everyone's soul with all wisdom, light, knowledge, understanding, truth of the one universe regarding how to thrive and enjoy being on this planet. So let's download everyone with balance, with optimism, with sanity, with the energy of receiving and with the energy of creativity. So if we look at this group again, their positive toward being on this planet now is 100%. Negative is zero. And so what is everyone looking to really experience here on this planet? Empowerment, freedom, creativity, determination, balance, involvement, health, abundance, energies of relaxation. Let's bring all of that in. Anything else we need to clear or bring in for this group? Is there anything remaining? Let me go ahead and apply The mop-up list, we're going to clear the nine stacks of additional charts that are not in physical form. And I just want to ask, what is the accuracy, the completion, the integration of this clearing? Anything else we need to bring in for this community? One more thing. Let's download everyone with the positive expression of abundance. I love that. Mm -hmm. Cool. I want to thank everyone working with us. And so it is so good. I could, I, it's interesting. Cause I
0: feel like this happened last time too. I felt like a pulsating in my temple, Ooh. especially when you said the colors, when you said yeah. the orange and the green, it was like something was throbbing.
1: That's cool. Yeah. People often tell me they'll feel weird pressure changes around their head or they'll feel tingling sensation, or they'll get really, really hot all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden they feel really cold we feel it in our bodies for yeah. sure. Even though it's energetic, we can still feel it. Yeah. Sure.
0: That was so magical. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Welcome. My pleasure. Uh,
0: how can people book a session with you?
1: So anyone can go to my website, which is ericaalora.com. You can book in with me an individual session. I have packages. I also have a community. So I have a membership community called The Womb. And I do weekly energetic clearings for my community. Every full moon, we do a live full moon clearing. We talk about the astrology, what's going on at the time. And then I clear around those themes for the community. And We have other resources as well. But that's another fun way to work with me.
0: Ooh. Okay. We're going to link you guys to all of the things. So Erica, thank you so much for sharing your magic with us. This was so fun. And like I said, I just have loved working with you and getting to know you. You are just such a magnetic, sparky, beautiful soul. And I know that everyone listening to this is going to be obsessed and is going to run and book a session and join the membership. So (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to check out all of Erica's links that we'll be putting in the show notes and we will catch you guys next week. Bye everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at shocker girl co. And if you loved this episode, please give us a five star review and write us a little comment. We'd love to hear from you.